This is your conductor speaking. Here we are. Here you are. Wherever you are. Here we go. The smoke has cleared some on the west coast. And it's raining. And it's fall. That's it for the weather report. It's Friday, September 25. The year is 2020. I'm excited to announce the beginning of a brand new season of Song Club. The 21st edition of Song Club Radio Hour. Brought to you by the Friday Night Song Club. Tonight we'll be hearing a song that goes by the name of Slogan Formula. What's your slogan formula? I guess we'll just have to wait and find out. I hope you didn't forget to slip a hangnail in there somewhere. Remember, if it's in quotes, then you gotta put it in the lyrics. This week's other parameter, the central directive, is keys only. So whether that's donkeys, winkies, hokies, pokies, well, as usual, that's up to your interpretation. And let's not forget one of the most confounding prompts we've ever had here in Song Club. The rhythm is the bass, and the bass is the treble. Much has been made as to the meaning of this sonic riddle. I reckon it could be considered a slogan and a formula all on its own. What does it mean? Beats me, but by the end of this, maybe we'll have a better idea. So that just leaves segments. What about segments? Yeah, we got them. Tonight's segments are personal update and audio caption. So stay tuned. You're up next. Oh! 
you are tuned in to Channel 4, we will be meeting up with some of the contestants of the Great British Bake Off, and we will be talking about some of their personal updates. Right now we are speaking with Henry from Derbyshire. Hello. Thanks for having me here. So Henry, tell us, what do you have hiding in your pantry this season? I'm going to make me mom's trifle. It's a cherished uh, recipe that we have. I've got a couple other things up me sleeve and... Uh, oh, oh it looks like a Kit Kat. <laughs> you never know when a Kit Kat will just sneak on out of your sleeve. <clears throat> Sorry, got carried away there. Anyway, uh, next we have Molly from the Lakes Regions. Thank you for having me. I am well chuffed to be here. Now, Molly, tell us, what will you be drizzling with chocolate this season? I want to know where the chocolate will be. Will you put chocolate on anything? Actually, I'm allergic to chocolate, sadly. So there won't be any chocolate in my recipes this season, unfortunately. Okay, Molly, thanks so much. And lastly, we are meeting with Darren from Yorkshire. So, Darren, tell us what's inside your pudding. I mean, cream? Oh, I had this bird. Oh, with boatloads of cocaine, mate, you know, <laughs> boatloads. Uh, Darren, so thank you so much. We are actually on air right now. Um, please tell us about your signature bake this season. Right, so I'm going to get me sponge. I'm going to put some cream on it. And have doves flying out like that geezer, Aussie. <laughs> that sounds tantalizing. Um, thanks for joining us. A big thank you to all our guests. Thank you for tuning in to Channel 4 and the Great British Bake Off.
Mergen. God, it's been okay. so long. Can you, uh, you know, let me in on some action? <laughs> What's give me a personal update? What's happening with been, you? Been in Sydney, Ireland, Fed, Fed, Roll, Fed, my bad, burst, burst, and then Pearly Arch. You know, well, wow, that's that's and, awesome. And, yeah. and the wife, the kids. Oh, it's fit when give some shirt and cool it fits it. Wow, you know, our head been well. Right, and it, well, here's the thing. So when I was first thinking, like, God, I haven't seen Merrigan in a long time. Uh, like, what the hell? Like, I mean, uh, you've been through a lot. Being, uh, well, we've all been through a lot, right? <laughs> we've been through been through a lot. I didn't even reverse it. Yeah, I'll tell her that. I mean, who wouldn't think what you just said was true? My lord. Yeah, Merrigan. Oh, goodness. Gosh, well, please, like we always do, you know, you give your wife uh, my love, and, and I'll give my wife your love. Right. No, no, no funky business here. <laughs> okay. Well, God, good to see you, man. Hey, look, stay safe in this crazy time, and, you know, uh, just get out there and, and, and be, be awesome like you always are. Oh, you know? good, good man. Good man. Good man.
are we subject to the will of a few private companies, manipulated moment to moment by unseen forces that rule our commerce, track our movement, and record our every thought. Each of us must now suffer alone. The power of the middleman has become so great as to make each of our problems unique, solely a matter between us and the master. Just done. Time to plug in and unwind for a while. Welcome back. Tug, would you like an update of what happened while you were gone? Oh, hey, Bruschetta. No, that's fine. Let me see. Uh, can you check my mail? Uh, sell some stocks? Uh, buy some insurance? And, uh, order me a pie. A pizza pie. Sure thing. Of course. Um, Doug, this is a friendly reminder that you're currently using MyZen version 3.2. Your enlightenment total is at 4,976,000 Buddha bits. Uh, would you like to update to MyZen version 4.0? It's the only safe way to ensure your karma transfers. Oh, God, are you serious? I really just want to hang out with the guys today. How long will it take? Uh, approximately 3 minutes, 17 seconds. Seriously? Holy crap! <sighs> Fine, I guess. Whatever. Hey, but, you know, along with the update, you do receive one free personality perk. Would you like to redeem it while installing the update? 96% of users say yes to this question. Oh, really? Sweet. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, what are my choices? Sure thing. There's, I'm a big boy, a personality perk. There's, she really does love me, a personality perk. There's, oh my god, you're so funny, a personality perk. There's, wow, did you write that all by yourself, a personality perk. And, there's, yes mommy, I do have friends. A personality perk. Which one will it be? Uh, yeah, 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 sure. Uh, give me the, uh, the comedy one. <clears throat> uh, how are you guys, uh, doing out there tonight? <laughs> Let's see, this, uh, uh, this thing on. <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. Uh, I haven't actually said a joke yet. <laughs> I haven't said a joke yet. <laughs> Seriously, guys. <laughs> oh, there it is. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, hey, hey, Bruce, I, I don't, I don't like this. Yeah, I don't, I don't like this at all. Um, cancel my update, please. Uh, of course, Doug. I'm, I'm sorry about that. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I don't know, Bruce. Just take me to the game room. The game room again? Yes, again. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like sure. the games. No, that's that's cool. pretty good. This has been a personal update with Graham Palmer. Going outside, I can't even see the stars. 
Next up, here we have the latest from celebrated pop art sensation TGO Friday, entitled Spit Backwards. This piece makes a powerful statement, inspired and informed by O'Friday's profound experience in the service industry. 
Note the use of negative space and the seemingly impenetrable blackness of the text. Clearly influenced by the work of Olive Gardner and P.F. Chang, O'Friday depicts here with stark vividness the bottomless black hole of reliance upon and near obsession with so-called gratuities. At three by three feet square, this behemoth, done in acrylic on masonite, evokes the exquisite pain and despair of this livelihood, as well as the internal struggle surrounding the quandary regarding the ethics of contaminating the food of stingy patrons. This tour de force is certain to cement O'Friday's rightful place in the modern art pantheon. As you see in your program, this piece is listed at $300,000. Moving on, this next work comes to us from the renowned French surrealist Bernice Montandog and bears the title The Chamber of Penis Breath. As you can see, Montandog skillfully directs the viewer's eye from bottom right to... And one final anecdote for the class today, I would like to share a little tidbit about myself. I suffer from a disease called TIPS, which stands for being terribly infatuated with Polish sausage. It's my favorite food. Cabanos, kielbasa, krakowska, I mean, the list goes on. I cannot get enough of it. Landjega, it's so good. Um you know, I I first discovered my love for Polish sausage in Poland. Um, we went to a bar. I was there with my partner at the time. Um, and uh, they served sausage in these little cups with these little forks. And the sausage was just per- cooked so perfectly. When you poke the fork in, it didn't even damage the structural integrity of the sausage. And they had all these little cups with different types of mustard. And, uh, I mean, I just could not get enough of this stuff. I can't tell you. I can't tell you more about that. But, um if you want to get an A in this class, um, definitely consider bringing me some Polish sausage. I'm kidding, of course. I want you to do the work and do it well and turn it in on time because that's how we do things at this university. Um, while the relationship with my partner did not last, my love for Polish sausage has endured. And someday when I die, I hope to be turned into a sausage and I hope to be enjoyed by those who love me hopefully someone does someday um I'm sorry but anyway um next week we will continue um with more conversations about the military industrial complex and perhaps maybe more anecdotes about polar sausage which I love so much. And like I said, I suffer from a disease called tips. Um, so please be courteous and thoughtful about this. Um, it means very much to me. Welcome back to Life Lessons Not Found on YouTube. I'm Amos Adler, and today's guest is the Red Bull 2013 Doomsday Prepper of the Year, Marty Martinez. He's here with his tips for prepping for a home invasion. Welcome, Marty. So my first girlfriend ever was Cat Case, and her dumbass brother Justin died because he wasn't staying fucking prepared. So Justin Case, you're thinking of not being invaded, I would suggest you start prepping. You can never be overprepared. So Marty, what are your tips for protecting yourself from a home invasion? Yeah, so first of all, you'll need three to five surveillance cameras with night vision on the exterior of the residence connected to your mobile devices that sets off an alarm like 
intruder, intruder, that turns the app red or some shit like that. If there is a piece of shit intruder, you'll be able to see him coming and then you'll be ready for some fucking action. Yes, and next, strategically place useful proactive weaponry throughout the house. Bats next to the doors, a fucking machete under the sofa, big ass samurai sword on the wall, several booby traps, preferably with a flamethrower or some shit like that around. Interesting. Yeah, so then confirm the intruder isn't actually like a fucking delivery person or something. So like, if they have your typical ski style burglar mask, that's when you should be fucking ready to spring. So Marty, I think the people at home would ask, wouldn't it be better to just call the police? Hell no. You're more likely to get shot yourself in that fucking scenario. Take matters into your own damn house. As soon as they're inside, you can defend your castle. So that's the next tip, you know, don't call fucking 911. That's some shit you've been brainwashed to think uh, will save your ass, but no one is going to be fucking making it in time. All right, Marty, we're almost out of time. What are your final tips for everyone? Well, you will be permanently out of fucking time if you don't follow these damn tips. And lastly, I'd just say, you know, let the booby traps fuck them up first. Be sure to disarm them and then grab them and do a roll throw so that they fly into your TV, which insurance will cover anyway. And then you can fucking subdue with force, you know. Use the bat or a machete on both legs to ensure they stay down. Then you can tie them up and take them out to the trash. And we're out of time. Into the fire. The fire of the heart, the tenderness of the heart. Make goodness riveting. Be a witness to each other's solitude. Make space for each other. Stop objectifying the unknown and consider transformation. Remember, it's simple, not easy. Ask yourself, what is unconditional love? Says five parts lies, a heavy dose of vagueness, claims unverified. One hand on the Bible, one over their eyes. That's the formula. I have toad, tail of nude, any human hangnail, and a bag of rotten fruit. 
the one taboo ingredient is any shred of truth. That's the formula.
especially wet morning this week, I found myself staring at the expensive white plastic of an Xbox 360 controller sitting on the ottoman. Ergonomic contours. Shiny primary colored buttons gleaming like hard candy. Two delightful joysticks reaching out like rubber mushrooms. It beckons. It invites itself into my clutches. I tried to imagine our time together, but ultimately found myself unmoved. My eyes roam and continue to roam. Dimly lit interior, my architecture, temporal lobe. Two hours of doom metal from Monday, or was it stoner metal, stoner doom, dead battery and a smoke alarm, Tuesday, new hard drive on Wednesday, no drinking, finally I land on an uncomfortable moment from my recent past. An unshakable excerpt from an intimate exchange. She cackled. She won't like that word. She laughed loudly. But not in the way a person laughs when something is funny. In retrospect, it was the sound a person might make when signaling a mild displeasure. You like that? Or maybe I said, uh, does that feel good? To which she replied, I'm indifferent. good to know. And uh, my younger brother, Scott, was just this amazing and talented. He could do any sport. He just, he, if he was breathing, he was just kicking everybody's ass in every sport, every sport. And he'd go up in the high country and he'd go out and catch 20 fish and no one could catch anything. He'd just go catch 20 fish. Thank you.
I've had a bloody hangnail all week. And you can't stop crying. Cause they're taking your beautiful golden